is the Block Party of Minecraft podcast, episode 122. We're your host, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Get all our info at theblockpartymc.com. Now let's get the block party started. Let's get right into it. Our first comment this week is Kangamar. Like what I did there? I went really fast. I skipped right over the intro. He's speed running. No, this is a Minecraft podcast. If you haven't figured it out, we take your comments every week off our Discord mostly. There are other ways, but nobody ever uses it. So just join the Discord. Join the Discord or email us. That's probably the easiest way for most people. What's an email? Contact at theblockpartymc.com. Whoa. Now we're getting into our comment because we ran out of things to talk about for the intro. First comment was, Kangamar, I was just listening to the podcast when you said that Minecraft has up the render distance of realms. So I did some tests on ours to see... How far they have upgraded them. Last year, the draw distance was 10 chunks. A few weeks ago, it was up to 12. And after the last update, I can confirm that it's now up to 20, which isn't bad at all. It's still not as good as a server, but 20 is a nice free upgrade to receive. Honestly, I think I play it not much more. Even though on Jericho, we have it set to 32 render distance. I usually play it around 20. Because I just find it to be the best performance looks kind of compromise. Because I could play at 72 on like single player and stuff. But it's going to be laggier. And I prefer to have the smoother game than being able to see really far. But at 20 chunks you can still see pretty far. Yeah we find that to be the Jericho best. I noticed today because I had to go for an adventure. And we have it set now at 32. We've played basically all the seasons. The most we've played was 16 before. And we changed it not that long ago. It's amazing how much more you can see and find things. And even the event that I had to find, I found it very easily. And it just makes screenshots and stuff look way cooler because you can see fine to the background. So it is nice that they're bringing that for you guys on Realms. Realms are easier if you don't know what you're doing with servers. And servers can get a little complicated, I suppose. So that's nice. They're bringing that to the masses. And the fact that. They obviously must have upgraded their hardware or something that they're hosting these realms on. Because essentially it's just a server. I wonder if realms are still super laggy and have a lot of the bugs they used to have, I know, back in the day. But now I wonder if they've actually made them good. Well, I know they've been working on them, like the size of the worlds and stuff on Xbox. It does kind of scare me how much they're working on them. It kind of makes me think there's a possibility they shut down servers and force people to use realms. I don't think they'll do that because there's enough third-party servers on Bedrock, but that is a thing. I think they're pushing realms a lot more, and they might be starting to not update server stuff as much. And I would rather them push private servers being able to join on consoles. That's than, what we need. You know, the problem is just really console nice. privacy laws stuff right and they can't do it officially but we have had everybody figure it out eventually right so it's not that big of a deal but that's awesome kangamar thank you for your comment our next comment comes from iron nickname guys it's so nice having a capable graphics card on mcbe i get 72 render distance which is absolutely insane what is some graphical parody slash features you want to see in the future for either version also, would you ever consider getting Minecraft Legends slash Dungeons? I think those would be cool to talk about on the podcast or for streaming. Okay, first point, MCBE is Minecraft Bedrock Edition. Just in case for 
you newbies out there, I know some of you are only here mostly for the noob corner with Holy Bookworm, so I just wanted to make sure I explained that. So you were complaining about lag on Bedrock Edition the other day? It's because you're playing on 72 render distance. That's going to cause lag. You're on an old graphics card from like 2015. That's going to lag. Granted, that graphics card is really good for its time, and it's good even now, but still. Now I think you do have to compromise your render distance. For I think that might be some lag things. Even more than my recommended on oh, my laptop. That's now. more than my recommended too. I know my recommended is like forty eight, I think, or forty two, but I usually play at twenty or thirty. I honestly I can't remember how high I can go, which is way beyond the recommended, but I'm pretty sure it's more than the seventy two on mine. But still that's I think seventy two is pushing ways. it. Java edition, I think the max you can go is 32. Wow. So Without mods, that. obviously with client-side mods, you can yeah, push it. Yeah, of course. And there is a really cool mod I would like to see built into the game on both versions that it makes it so you can see farther than what you actually can, but it's not actually loading those chunks in. So it's like ghost loading those chunks. It's not loading them, but you can see farther and it's the actual chunks, but it just makes the quality of those blocks way lower. Well, but they're super far away and it makes it look better. Isn't that basically the difference between simulation distance and view distance? It's or not. It's, it's all view distance. It gives you more view distance. Okay. Without making it super performance wise. Right. Well, that's cool. And so parity between versions. I think on Bedrock for graphics stuff, I would like to see support for actual shaders. And on Java, I would like to see a lot of these small feet things fixed, such as if you hold an item, especially an enchanted like sword, you might be able to see through the pixels slightly. And there's texture packs to fix this. That is a small bug that annoys me so much. And in Bedrock, it feels a lot smoother with holding items and stuff like that. It's a lot smoother. So I'd like to see that smoothness of Bedrock Edition put onto Java and then some of the more like nice textures and stuff put onto bedrock yeah now you talked about shaders on bedrock they are working on i think it's called the deferred technical update mm -hmm. and that's basically what they're working on we'll and it's see looking if pretty it good get, so far because java shaders are just the way they work is completely different but if we could get that onto bedrock that would make so many more players switch that would be nice hey we got a comment on our live chat make sure you join our discord to be a part of that every week this comment comes from WireGuy. He says he gets 28 on his PS5 and 14 on his potato laptop. So this is proof that you should not buy a new gen console unless it's like a special game you want to play on it because 28 render distance on a brand new console. That shows how unoptimized. Do you recall is. what it is on our PS4? I, I can't. You can go really. Hand, you but... can go pretty high, I think, but it will get laggy super quickly. They just need to optimize consoles. It's ported bad. It's not a game made for consoles. It's a Windows 10 edition port to consoles. Yeah, it. I got to say, the console editions before they went to Bedrock were amazing. They ran very smooth. They still do. You still can play them. And I think even the mini games are still available. And yeah, Java is edition is going to be a lot laggier than Bedrock because it's an older version of code. Now, IRL Nick also mentioned talking about Legends and Dungeons, of course. So I've played around with Minecraft Dungeons for a good couple hours, few hours anyways, one evening. It's just not my 
thing. It was fun yeah, for a bit, but I got okay. bored really it's quick. Not, yeah, I don't really like that kind of game. I'd rather just play Minecraft. And I do think we've brought it up. I think we've talked about those games a little bit in the podcast before. He also mentions maybe we should stream it or something. And maybe, but I just don't find it to be that popular anyway. I just don't. Yeah, one, it's just not that popular. And two, I just don't find it that enjoyable, which is probably why it's not that popular. All right. Thank you for that comment. Next one comes from Advisory Labs. Project of the week plus random thoughts. It's scary how easy it is to get into flying machine engineering. Someone way back in like 2014 made the flying machine and then naturally someone else instantly took it and went, hmm, I'm going to stick some TNT on that. And now you have me with Nuke version two in the works. Smiley face. Advisory, I don't like that smiley face. Yeah. I I don't know how I feel about you designing a nuclear missile in Minecraft. That is a little suspicious. What are you preparing for? Yeah, flying machines are cool. I haven't really figured them out. I know I've made them in the past before, but I don't use them. Yeah, I've made them in the past. They're cool, but they're not, especially on Bedrock, because you don't have like the TNT duping type stuff. They're not super helpful. Like on Java Edition, you'll make these huge lines of these flying machines with tnt bombers and you can just tear out areas but on bedrock it's a little weird and pistons and stuff seem to be really buggy on bedrock when you're moving a lot of them yeah pistons i think they they've, figured that since last time i've it, really messed they've with improved them. it a little bit like piston doors and stuff but they're still a little there's like a weird delay with pistons we got a live comment here from wire guide not helpful want to see spawn disappear in 10 minutes Oh, wow. So Wire Guy has like 20 double chests full of TNT on Jericho. I don't know. This man is planning something and I don't like it. Him and Advisory could just destroy the world instantly. So I'm debating if we actually open up Anarchy Week. In the past, we've done it between seasons, you know, like for that little That's really just days, a way but... for us to see if, how much the server can handle because there'll be withers and TNT and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it is kind of nice, and since we have switched server hosts lately, I noticed today I was playing and exploring quite a bit. It ran super smooth on my laptop. I've been staying in the same areas, but when I do load in new chunks, not new chunks, but load in chunks that have not been exploited since the last server reset, or restart, I mean, it's pretty smooth with the chunks popping. They don't just pop out. They kind of smoothly, you kind of see. I think part of that, too, is that we have the longer view distance so you don't notice it it as much yeah and that is nice i did notice maybe a tad bit of lag as i got close to wire guy's base for some reason Mm, Mm. i wonder why it's lagging near wire guy's base i would have no idea yeah that's insane too that's the first time i've been over there i've been over there so many times at least any time recently at all it is lag central yeah, but it wasn't horrible. Once so I got that, there and got settled, in it wasn't the mall, bad. Because in the mall, we have this really awesome design for it. In the bottom, there's this water with campfires going through it. And for some reason, those campfires cause so much lag. Yeah, and that's what I narrowed it down to. So when you have weird lag issues like that, look for things such as that. Or maybe you're running um, Foxy's mob heads or mini blocks or something. And if you're using the actual version not the experimental those count as entities and the more entities you have the more lag you're gonna get so always check for that kind of thing 
that's something this week, in fact, I was helping server people out and some of their people were complaining and they wanted to try to fix it, just like I always wanted to on a server too. You have to realize everybody's playing on different devices. Some devices are just always going to have lag, especially on a server. Phones, bad laptops, any console at this point. Now, I'm amazed Kangamar has been talking about he plays on Switch sometimes and how smooth it is for him. And a Switch Lite even, not even the full Switch. And I think they've probably put some good optimization into that because Nintendo is pretty tough on games with, hey, you need to get your stuff together. We're not messing around. Get your game to work well. So I hope, I I would like to get a Switch just because one, it's just an easy portable device that you can take anywhere. And two, there's some really cool games on it. Yeah, last I knew, Switches were horrendous on Minecraft. I remember that, especially season two, there was people playing on Switch and they had a really bad time trying to play on Jericho at that time and a little bit of season three, but I haven't heard any problems with that. I'm not exactly sure who's playing on Switch still on Jericho season four right now, but I I haven't had as many complaints or anything. All right, let's get into our stuff to talk. We do appreciate all your comments. Keep them coming every week. I will say the Christmas episode right around that weekend. We're probably going to pre-record it. So if you get your comment in and we don't get to it next week, that's why we probably pre-recorded it or something. We're going to be super busy. What have you been up to, little Sam? So I finished most of the builds and stuff at Spawn on Jericho, and I'm just trying to finish it up. I got most of it all finished up and finalized enough that I'm happy with it for like a download and stuff. So now I'm working on our base. And of course, like the last week of Jericho, I finally use this massive storage room I built five months ago and I finally organize all my stuff. So now it's super easy to build stuff because it's all organized. So for one week, I'll have a super organized system. It is super nice. And it's a massive storage room under there. I need to finish the ceiling and just details and stuff because it's just big open room. So that was our plan at the start of this season. You and I were going to make this massive auto sorting area. It is not auto sorted, but it's organized well right and we actually started clearing out that's how we started the season clearing out a mountaintop basically Mm -hmm. and we flattened it out we never did anything with it now we have tons when i was going through some of the supplies that we had there for months we had over nine stack we have over nine stacks of hoppers just in a chest now and tons of barrels and chests and all kinds of stuff, because we were planning on making this an auto-sorted, and it was massive scale. Right. Now it's just manual sorting, but still, if we want to build something crazy out of redstone in the last week of Jericho, we have the materials. That's something, too. If you are an active member on Jericho, I will have the world downloads, so if you want to check out our base or anything like that, you'll be able to do that on a local device. Now, next season, I am going to try to stay... I say this every season, but... In the past few weeks, I have found ways that I know how to stay organized now and I know how to like how to design a storage room to make it so I have the motivation to keep it organized. So I'm hoping next season it'll be pretty organized. Yeah, we'll see how that goes for you, little C. You've said that every season. So are you actually going to stick with it? I think maybe you will. It's going to be different this season, I think. And I think it's going to be good. So I've still been doing my live stream every week. Last week, I kind of finished up the roof on the one section of my house, and I got some sheep captured so I can make beds and so I can make more villagers. I'm trying to get 20 villagers, basically, so I can do my iron farm design that I use. 
works efficiently for me. I've never had the iron farm break ever the way I do it. So that's my goal on there. If you haven't checked that out, you got to check out my live stream. Let me know what you guys think on that too, Will. You can leave it on the comments for the show. You should definitely uh, stream some Jericho. I'm debating on doing that. Maybe doing every other on Jericho. I'll wait for the next season, of course. Of course. But I do think that could be fun. I think, Little C, you should probably have your own perspective on there, too. And we could put it on the Block Party channel. He's just staring at me like, the, uh, no. The problem with that is then I I like to play like randomly. I'll play for five minutes, get off, play for five minutes, get off. So I'll advance too much in between live streams and it just won't make sense. Yeah, I'm hoping to get back into Minecraft fully again. I got a little distracted with American Truck Simulator and I still am distracted by that, by the way. And of course, real life gets in the way too. Um, so I spent some time this week on a server's packs and sorting them out. They're having issues with getting our dead score actually working, which is a super easy one. So I was a little confused why it didn't work for them because I just spent the weekend before kind of teaching them how to add add-ons and all that to their server. I figured it out. It's basically the player.json file. Ours does use that. So if you have any other packs that use that, you kind of have to combine them together. But they were using, I think it's called more tools add-on. And it actually had the player.json file in there, but nothing was changed from the vanilla file. So I'm like, why did they even put it in the pack? Well, they were probably using, oh, what's the, the software called? I think it's called Bridge, where you can make add-ons and whatnot. And I think they use that, and that tends to put files you don't necessarily need to make something work. And I think that's what happened. So I deleted that file from that other add-on. Worked perfectly. Ours started working just fine for them. So I'm happy to get them to be able to use that. That is probably our most popular one now. There's really no reason to use the snooze pack anymore because building the game with one player sleep, essentially. I think they call it player's percentage or whatever. It's a game rule. So I would say our dead score is probably the most popular. I personally really like the hourglass one. It keeps track of all the times. Little C, what do you think about that? Keeping track of how much time you have. I wish it would be defaulting game. I wish there were just default statistics like Java. That is a parody feature that should just be added. That's an old feature. Legacy Edition had something like it, but not the same as Java. But Java, it's just so cool. You can see every block, how many you've mined. And that's just, I wish that was on Bedrock. Yeah, it would be nice. We have talked about, because it shows even the offline players and how much time they've played. And I've talked about only showing the online players, but then you can't see how you compare to the other players that might be offline at the time. So you can't see where you're at on the leaderboard. So the way I have it coded, I like it. It's just a little massive on something like our server where we've had over 50 people, I think, play. So it shows all these offline players as long as they've played in for longer than a minute, basically. What do you think of the pack overall? We've used it all year now. It's been working great. I haven't seen any hiccups with it or anything. I wish you could just see players when they're offline. I don't get I wish Benrock would just make that possible. Oh, yeah, put their names on it. Right. And there would be a way I could manually make a player name there i think i've seen other servers do that but they limit their players and they don't have new players coming in all the time or leaving and stuff so 
it makes a little more sense. We kind of rotate through players. Some people will leave for a while, come back. So to me, it wasn't worth setting that up. So one of the problems I'm seeing since I've been working with these other servers and all their add-ons, they're getting it from places like MCPEDL. I don't know if you've spent much time on there. There's and, a lot and, of and there's a lot of that I get junk on there though. And a lot of stuff isn't supported. And it seems most all the packs that people want to use have tons of errors popping up on them. And it just seems like they're not done. Like they don't finish them or they don't keep them updated at all. I know the one they're using hasn't been updated in over a year. Well, it's not going to work quite right. And then also you click on the download. It sends you to places like link for ties and just bombards you with spam ads and everything. I don't like that. I don't like that concept. I get the creators want to make money from it and whatnot, but you're not making a quality enough product for me to want to support that in any way, if that makes sense. You're the only one who thinks like that. Everyone else just uses the mods they like and gets over it if there's errors because, yeah. Right, but the same people are having problems with their packs and they end up taking them off the servers and stuff. I see this all the time because I'm working one-on-one with these servers and it, it's just a real hassle to have to... It, the most thing is the spam ads and having to click the ads and don't click the wrong thing and you get all kinds of craziness. That's one nice thing about our add-ons. You just get them straight from our website. No funny business there. And I get the concept. There's some really cool concepts of add-ons available on there. And they even amaze me. And the concept is right there. They're so close, but they just got to finish the pack and make it happen. Now, on another note, we have opened up the application for season five this week for Jericho SMP. To everyone that's on that Discord, the Jericho SMP Discord, I think we're up to like 17 applications already. And we Which just opened it up. Which is not a lot compared to some other seasons, but yeah. No, it's not a whole lot, but usually the applications come in once we shut down season four. I've noticed that last year. I really want to get the applications in as early as possible. I'm probably going to limit who's coming in new at the beginning. So you're going to have to already have that done before we start and then... We're probably going to take a couple weeks before we let anybody new in, if that makes sense, and see how it goes. And then also, we started talking about it. WireGuy is hosting an event on Jericho SAP Season 4 today, actually, as we record this. It's an ancient city raid, I guess is what you'd call it. It's a let's see how many deaths we can make BS get event. Yeah, I'm at three right now. We're going to try to get you to ten. I'm sure it's going to happen. We are I'm forcing terrified. you to die many times. I am very terrified of going down there. I don't like this at all. I don't like the way you're looking at me over there, little C. Maybe we'll just make the podcast and I won't be able to make it. Hmm. Other than that, I haven't really been up to too much of Minecraft. Doing back-end stuff, of course. I did play a little bit today just to get over there. And it's fun. I really need to look into the previews and stuff. They And we'll get into that in a little bit on the past week of what Mojang's been up to. But armadillos are in the preview right now. They just released saying. a YouTube video for it, I saw. It looks I, pretty I'm good. Not, I'm just kind of waiting for when the update comes out. I don't like playing the snapshots and stuff because then it ruins kind of the fun of when the update comes out and the hype. 
for me at least, so I don't play that stuff, but it's cool to see. All right, on our live chat, Advisory Lab says, BS, you're going first. I don't know about that. I don't even know how ancient cities work. I'm not a professional here. You're just bad at Minecraft. You I'm just scared. can't admit it. You're just bad. I'm just going to go find some water you're just and go fish. There's no water in ancient cities. Oh. You're just you just don't have skill in Minecraft. I better take a bucket and make some water so I can go fishing. I wonder if fishing works there. I would assume it does. I mean, Has anybody would. tried to go fishing in ancient city? This could be a video. I'm just saying. Maybe I can make a shorts video out of this. Oh, boy. All right. Let's get into our real life stuff. Uh, last Sunday, we had a huge church event for Christmas, of course. It was quite nerve wracking for you and me, wasn't it, Little C? My heart was beating the whole time, getting prepared for it and everything. We basically ran all the video, sound, lights, all that stuff for the event. It went really well, I'd say. Don't you, Little C? Yeah, it went fine. Except for one part. A person was supposed to be clicking to advance the music. Someone up. So, like, we had, like, some speaker who would read something in between songs. And he had a little, like, clicker. We call it the clicker thing. But it just controls the computer um, from wherever he's standing. So, yeah. That's and and it wasn't working. And, and wasn't he was kind of waiting on us. And... It was a good 30 seconds, I'd say, and it was the longest 30 seconds of my life waiting for this to go through because everybody's looking at us because we're back in the tech booth. So everybody's looking back at us like, hit play, people. But we didn't want to control it because if we both hit it, then it could crash it and cause a whole mess. But overall, it went well. That was fun. Little C, you went trucking with me on Monday this week. Yeah, I babysat you again. It's a lot of work. My, I don't get paid enough, guys, to be babysitting BS this much. Yeah, it was just a one-day trip. It was fun, though. He made sure I behaved. And then we got back, and I decided all of a sudden I was going to crawl under our house and mess with some our water, our well pump switch, basically. wasn't working quite right, so I replaced that. And now we have water pressure more even water pressure in the house. It's kind of nice to be able to take a shower and not have to dribble the water out to get the soap out. Let's see what you've been up to in real life. Uh, Onyx got her own YouTube account now. So Say what? Yeah, our cat, our kitten Onyx, now when she watches cat TV on the TV, it won't be filling up our feeds with videos for cats. Yeah, we have a YouTube account for our cat. Yes, she's that spoiled. Yeah, and she loves TV. She plays games on my phone now. She's addicted to video games already. She's a video game addict. Addict. She plays tons of video games. She uh she's watches like, TV all the time. What, like three or four months old, something yeah. like that. So she's not that old. No, she's still not a kitten. At all. Yeah, and it's crazy. Addicted to video games. I like it though. We got a live comment from Advisory Labs and says this cat is literally just Little C, but a cat. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But it's a cat, so it's still little C. So who's the real little C? Little cat or little C? Ooh. Mm. You been getting into the Christmas spirit at all, little C? A tiny bit. I mean, it's Christmas time. There's Christmas stuff everywhere. Um, I, Have you fully switched to Christmas music? Never. I, I never switched to full. I, I maybe one day a week I'll listen to Christmas music. But there's not enough good Christmas music that I like, like that in the style of music I listen to. There's not much Christmas music. So it's like, okay, I heard all the songs back to normal music. 
All right, well, that sums up this week. I know we're going to be geared up this week. We have three Christmases in a row, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, all family and stuff, and we got to go places, and yeah, Ugh. it'll be a thing. So I don't know how next week's podcast is going to be, but I assure you we'll try to get some episode out there. We haven't missed one yet, so I'm hoping to continue that. And if you're listening to this before Christmas, make sure you get your comments and questions, probably comments for that show. Get them in early, like by as soon as you can. Maybe even today on Saturday if you are get it right away. Now for the past week in Minecraft, all info from Minecraft.net. We only got a couple this week, Little C. Not too bad. We have Minecraft Bedrock Beta Slash Preview 1.20.60.23. Came out Wednesday, December 13th, 2023. Experimental update 1.21. Please note, in order to try these new features, you must turn on the update 1.21 and the armadillo experimental toggle. So did they make a new toggle then just for the armadillo? That's interesting. I'm not sure. The way that's worded, that's kind of weird, but this is a beta preview and you have to have the experimental toggle on both. So just keep that in mind. The additions here, they added the armadillo. The armadillo is a neutral mob, drops armadillo scoots periodically, drops armadillo scoots when brushed. Now that's interesting to me. You can now take a brush and it'll drop the scoot. You don't have to kill the armadillo to get it. Which is good. I don't think they'd make it. So you would have to kill like an armadillo to do it because they're like kind of not really super endangered, but they're kind of a that kind of animal. Now, I know the sniffer does this, too, where he sniffs out the seeds or whatever, and it just drops on the ground. I don't know if that's good, because that's an item just laying on the ground. If nobody picks it up right away, it's just going to add to the entity count. Yeah, that's the same as what sniffers do, though. So. I know, and it, it's kind of odd that they're doing that. Mm, but... I don't. I think it's the best way, because then you'll be walking around like a savannah, and you might just randomly find one and be like, oh, look at that. I suppose it's kind of like the wolves killing teacher. the sheep or something and leaving this stuff on the ground. It hasn't really caused that much of a problem. I'm just overthinking things because I kind of understand how the game mechanics work, But you work just too. over, you, you'll see one stick on the ground and you'll be like, oh, that's causing too much lag. Hey. You're a you grumpy gotta, old guy. If you got to deal with all the people complaining about lag that I do, I'm no, just you saying. just you just complain. All right, let's continue with the additions here. Spawn, oh, the armadillo spawns in savannas. Favorite food is spider eyes. That was new to me. I thought that was interesting. Finally gives a real use for spider eyes. That That is an interesting one. I mean, spider eyes, I'm trying to think what you use them for. Maybe that one stew or something? Yeah, I think you need them for potions and yeah. things like that too. But yeah, so that gives a use there. and. A little difficult to get, not too difficult. You just got to kill some spiders, but it's just one of those things. It's not like you can just feed it wheat and continue with that. So that's nice. When an armadillo detects a threat, it rolls up. Now this is cool. So it curls up basically. Players who are sprinting is a threat. Players on a mount or in a vehicle. So basically on a horse or probably a donkey and camels and all that stuff. Or in a vehicle, so mine cards, boats, everything like that, it will curl up if it sees you. And it curls up around undead mobs, so your normal undead. It does not roll up, though, 
if it's fleeing in water, in the air, or if being led. So it's not like it's going to curl up and drown if it's in the water or something. It's smart enough not to do that. They are adorable. I just like how I everyone, there's a lot of people like, oh, we shouldn't have voted for this. Oh, this is stupid. No, this is amazing. I have seen a lot of comments from the community, too, that said they were pleasantly surprised with the addition. They might not have voted for the armadillo, but they're not so against it now as they were before. They kind of like what it came out with. And I think part of that is the cuteness and the functionality stuff here of how it's working and stuff. So I think Mojang is doing a very good job at making this happen. When an armadillo is rolled up, it does not walk, cannot eat, and will be tempted by food. It continues to scan for threats, and if there are no threats detected for three seconds, it will unroll. So basically 60 ticks in-game. And they added armadillo scoots and wolf armor. So that's awesome. You got the wolf armor. I'm looking forward to that, protecting my little doggies and stuff. So maybe it looks super OP too. Yeah, like, it, works it looks pretty like well. it's going to be really good. Yeah, I still don't think it'll survive a creeper blast directly, though. Unfortunately, they have some changes in this beta slash preview. Trial spawner randomizes the loot table only once each combat for all players. Breeze wind and wind charge rendering have been tweaked. There were some fixes in this. Exposed, weathered, and oxidized copper bulbs in trial chambers are now waxed. I think the problem here is by the time somebody got down to the trial chambers and found them, they were already completely oxidized no matter where they started, if that makes sense. So now they're just going to be waxed at what they're supposed to be at, and then you can unwax them or whatever. So that's kind of cool. Fixed an issue with waxed copper grate transparency. All right. All that stuff was under the experimental toggle on the beta preview. Now we're going to get into the stable side of the beta preview. These features do not require the update 1.21 and the armadillo experimental toggle to be turned on. The additions here added a new command that will hide and reset HUD elements visibility. To use the command, turn on the upcoming creator features toggle, introduced realm stories, and a new social hub for your realm. Okay, so these realm stories, have you seen these at all? It's basically social media for your realm. Yeah, no, these have been out for a little while, I think. Or there used to be something like it back right. in the day when I played, but and yeah, I love th it. This is a whole new social hub for the realm, so that's kind of nice, too. Like, we use Discord, basically, for our server, but this is built in right in the game. That's pretty nice. Some changes here, updated edit world screen. And a few more things on the change logs, of course, which we do have a link in our description for that. And then there was one more update. It was actually stable. It was a hot fix for Minecraft Bedrock. It was 1.20.51. This came out Thursday, December 14th, 2023. They do have a note here that says the update has not yet rolled out to Nintendo Switch or Amazon devices and will be available soon. By now, by the time you listen to this, it might already be out. I don't have either one of those devices, so I'm not sure on that. Fixes here, fix to crash that could occur when playing on Realms. All right, so the big one here, and one of the servers I help out actually had this problem on their server with a couple people. 
And it was at the same time I was trying to fix their add-on, so I wasn't sure if it was what I was doing or what was going on, but it turned out it was a bug, and that is items no longer have the possibility of duplicating after switching selecting slots while using them. Basically what the player is that I saw on that server, he had a really nice sword and a really nice bow. He was switching back and forth or something, and it duplicated the bow and put it where the sword was, so he lost his sword and had two bows. That is so stupid. But now that's fixed in the hotfix. They got on that right away, it looks like. All owned and unowned emotes should now appear within the emote section of dressing room. Fixed an issue where the PlayStation Plus requirement prompt was not shown when joining multiplayer games. And the block component, Minecraft Random Ticking, is now supported again. That's all that was in the hotfix. Like I said, that one big bug there, I think, was their main concern on that. So there was no Java Edition stuff this week. Wow. That's because they were all busy, too busy playing with the armadillos, I guess. Well, that was all beta preview stuff, but who knows? I don't... Do you have that in your snapshots yet, the armadillos? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. So another reason to be still, on Bedrock. I think they're still working on it to release for a snapshot. They probably have to figure out it. They probably did it. I don't know. Who knows? All right. Well, that sums up the past week. Now it's time for do 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 Listener questions. Our first question comes from Advisory Labs. You are in a forest. On your person, you have a bottle of water, a compass, and little g. Here are your four options. Head north, head east, head south, or head west. I'm a little confused by this. Is this even a question or is this a quest? I'm really confused. With little g, all things are possible. We shall travel this weary land, and I will be heading south, hopefully finding warmer weather. I didn't realize when I first saw this that this was options. I was so confused by this. That's the old guy that I am, I guess. And then I just fully am like, I'm on a quest now. I have the map planned out of this map. We'll see. Maybe maybe next time he gets a question in. It'll be another option, and we'll just go on a quest. So you, which way are you going, BS? Are you going south with me, or are you heading a different direction? Well, Monday when I go trucking, I'll be heading south. So I guess I'm so going, going south, south with you. Okay, well, we, we got little G, so we're good. All right, I'm still confused, but that's okay. So little G, for anyone that doesn't know, is the goat plushie I have that was on my live streams and stuff. And he's like, yeah, everyone loves him on live streams and stuff. Yes, it's, that plushie is adorable, by the way. That's probably my favorite Minecraft plushie I have. He's just so adorable because he's like super fluffy. Yeah, it's a good one. All right. Well, maybe I'll catch up to you and little G. I think you took off a little faster. It took me a while to figure out which direction I was going. Compasses are hard. They are hard. All right. Thank you for that question, I guess. Next one comes from Holy Bookworm. What is the best slash worst kind of candy? The best candy has to be gummy bears. Albany's brand gummy bears are amazing. I don't know if that's a thing around, like, diff- the outside of the Midwest, but those are the best gummy bears. And for the worst, personally, I would like to say Reese's just because I don't like peanut butter and I know it would make a lot of people mad. But it is a good candy. It's a quality candy. I just don't like peanut butter. But I think the worst is like those like really, really hard like fudge candy things. Those super hard. You can't even eat them. I don't even know the purpose of them, but those are just ugh. So I actually have to agree with you on worst. I would I 
personally don't like Reese's. That's something a lot of people say. Wire guy in the live chat just said fired. I'm guessing that's over our Reese's comments here. I just don't like them. Now, as far as good ones, I really do like gummy bears. I think you're right on with that. And Albany's does have really good gummy bears. I've been to their factory. Now, warning, don't eat too many of those. I've eaten like three bags in one sitting. That was a mistake. But honestly, my favorite candy of all time has been maple nut goodies. They are so good. It's basically chocolate covered peanuts of some sort. I, I don't know how to explain it, but they're really good. I can't find them anywhere. I think they've discontinued them, unfortunately. Oh, now another bad one I found and I just found it last week. It was in like we had these uh, bags for gift bags or whatever for kids. And we had a few extra ones and there were these kind bars, K-I-N-D bars. And I know the owner or the founder of that is actually a guy that's on Shark Tank often and stuff. But I tried one of these. They're disgusting. Yeah, I tried one and it tastes like a granola bar that is just way too hard. Like it's like really hard to bite down on and it just doesn't taste good. Nah, I mean, it, it's not it, horrible. If I was starving, I might eat it, but it's, I'm not, it's not going to be my first choice. Yeah, I, I was not a fan of that at all. All right. Well, I think that answered those questions. Remember, listener questions can be Minecraft related or... Obviously, non-Minecraft related, as we saw today, we answer a, try to answer two every episode. So keep that in mind. If you get your question in and it doesn't come up on the next episode, don't worry. We'll get to it eventually. We kind of put them in line and go from there. Now, for everyone's favorite part of the show, the reason you're here right now, Holy Bookworms, joke of the week. If you have six oranges in one hand and eight bananas in the other, what do you have? Big hands. <laughs> that is very true. That would be really hard to have six oranges. Even in one hand would be difficult. Even in two hands would be difficult. This and is a challenge. Eight bananas. I think I could carry eight bananas in one hand. If they're bunched together, but if they're separate... I think I could do it if they're separate. Ooh, maybe we'll have to try this out. I don't know. BS and Little C go to the grocery store. There's a video idea. There's a video. That probably is not going to make it on the Block Party's YouTube channel. Just saying. All right, well, it's been a great show. Thank you for being here. We're gearing up for Christmas again, so I'm thinking next week will probably be pre-recorded early, maybe. See how the week goes. You can help support the show by subscribing to the podcast. Find the link in the description to subscribe. It truly helps us out and is super, super appreciated. Best of all, though, you'll get access to more of us with the After Hours show and our first 49 episodes of The Block Party. Help us get the word out about The Block Party podcast by telling everyone about the show. Visit theblockpartymc.com. We want to hear from you. We love your comments and questions. You can email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com or leave us a voicemail or text us at 1-260-220-8225. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Make sure to tell everyone about The Block Party, a Minecraft podcast. I'm Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta eat my coffee. And I'm Little C, and I'm gonna go eat some gummy bears. <laughs>